And now it's time for another dose of Tipsy Turnkey Tips. Hey, Ben. Hi, Kara. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? I'm awesome. <laughs> Good. So today on Tipsy Turnkey Tips, we're going to be talking about flooring. We're going to talk about flooring because it's a major expense. One of the yes, one of the biggest line items in the budget, actually. Whether you're talking about replacing or preserving, you know, the life cycle. We're going to talk about. Um, we're new gonna talk trends. About new trends. I'm super excited. And yes, to do all of that, we have Marty Cantu from Superior Floors on with us today. Hello, hello. Hi, Hi Marty. Marty. So, Marty, how long have you been with Superior Floors and what do you do with Superior Floors? So, I'm about to celebrate my seven years. Oh, my gosh. Um, and the company is actually celebrating 20 years next year. So, it's wow. been it's been very exciting to be with a company that is still evolving and growing and and I told this to, to one of my property managers the other day I could talk about flooring all day long and I do it's it's yeah. crazy I'm like I talk about the craziest things and when I used to you know my background is in retail so then I used to talk about clothing and dresses and shoes and jewelry and you know how to put it all together and so I still do the same thing I apply the same things that I did mm -hmm. in retail you know when I would be you know, outfitting or, or creating a wardrobe for a customer, I still use those same, you know, the same things I did in retail. I apply it to my customers now in multifamily. Um, I mean, I do residential as well. I do a little bit of construction, um, but I apply but you, those same. The majority of your business is in multifamily? In multifamily, yes. Okay. Um, so, but I apply those same tips to my customers. Um, I find out what their needs are, just like I did mm -hmm. in retail. You know, what, what, do you, what are you shopping for today? The same thing in, you know, multifamily you is well, how do you need your product to perform? So mm -hmm. the same, you know, this, I apply it and it's worked. I mean, it works well. I think I've successfully built a lot of relationships in this industry. To be honest, I had no idea this industry even existed. Really? And I was, you know, I did retail for 13 years. Mm -hmm. And when I got my, I think I was after about, you know, two or three months of learning and meeting people. I know Cindy Tatum. I know she'll be on the show later. Cindy was one of the first vendor partners that I met. And, you know, she said, Marty, this industry is all about relationships. So yes. I would then learn and find out. That's what it's about. And I had no idea this industry existed. I'm like, where has it been all my life? Why have I, I not done this sooner? And it's like a big family, too. It is a huge family. You mm -hmm. know, it's outside of, you know, just flooring. I've, I'm involved in lots of committees, too. It's just a, it's a great way to grow and to also get, you know, my, you know, the company involved as well. So absolutely. Awesome. Now, what what committees are you on? And I'm. Um, Obviously, I yes, well, is and just so um, listeners know, you can catch more about the associations and committees and everything on our doses of the association corner. Yes. But yes. So what committees are you on? I faithfully do every year. Um, and so I do it for both Tarrant County and Greater Dallas Department Associations. I do community service because, you know, there's just nothing more rewarding. Sometimes I get my kids involved, too. Love it. Um, you know, it's that that because it I feel like oh, it gives how something. Dare how rude. How dare you? Wow. It gives something, you know, for me. Yes. You know, it's something that I get to give back. And then I do our next gen committee um, for both Tarrant County and Greater Dallas as well. Um, wow. Because it, you know, it's developing the next generation of leaders in the industry. Mm -hmm. um, and it fit for me because I'm new to the industry. So I liked being a part of that organization. Those are the those are the 
technically four that I do. Very That's good. Awesome. Every year. Yeah. So for a green manager, because we are talking about flooring and mm-hmm. yes, like being a part of the association, whether you're on the supplier side or you're on site or or whatever, like being involved in the associations is very important. Yes. And beneficial and educational and everything. But for for green managers and talking about flooring, um, like what is the normal life expectancy for for carpet nowadays? Like I remember and maybe it's still the same, but like when I first started, I feel like it we were like really pushing for five years. And now yep. I feel like it's we're lucky to push four. Like well, is it there's there's definitely and that's that's one of the things I do ask my customers is, you know, how do you expect your flooring to perform? So n- normally when I go into, let's say, a management company or to a property manager, um, I would ask them, one, what are you using now? Um, and what do you like about what you're using? Um, and some may say, I love it because it does this. So that gives me feedback on, OK, now I know what to put them in. Mm-hmm. So if somebody said, I, I want this to last five years. Then I know what material to put them in. Gotcha. Not all materials the same. I mean, every, you know, I know I have lots of competitors and we all kind of sometimes carry the same exact things, mm-hmm. but they're they're not all equal. So, so is that life expectancy like if it's five years and you're trying to get that's your goal? Is that more expensive than trying to get four years out of something? Yes. Okay. Um, and but for different reasons, because I also then go in more depth. What is your demographic? You know, what is, you know, what, how long are, you know, how long do your tenants typically Great stay? Question. Are they mm. here for five, 20 years? I know. Yes. Yeah. Like there's some that are there for six months. There's some that are there for five years. There's some that are there for 30. Yes. And so there's, there's different ways to approach it. And and some managers say, I just want the cost effective way. Mm-hmm. I, I can do a, that. I have another good question. Well, what I feel like is a good question because, um, and I'm not at a property for 30 years, but I know that. Uh, carpet's going to need to be replaced within 30 years. So if someone's living there and it's occupied, how does one go about getting an occupied carpet replacement? Well, and we do those. I mean, we actually it's very common. I think I personally, you know, just within my realm of accounts, I probably do like maybe three or four a week occupieds. Um, so we have like occupy checklists just to prepare the customer or the resident it's all about setting for it. it. Yeah. And yeah. then but we and when we know it's an occupied, we send a larger crew. So there's they're a, they're aware of what's in the unit. They're able to move things. They do their installation and then we move it back. So we we hmm. prepare for it and we we give the customer or the resident mm-hmm. um, an occupied checklist. So they're prepared as well. So they know what to expect the day of installation. So, yeah, they're wow, very, very awesome. common um, because there are residents who love their community and they want to stay. And, you know, and I know managers want to, you know, make them welcome and, and keep you their know, people like keep, you don't want to yeah, push someone out just because you need to replace the carpet. Yes. It and so so and yeah. I've even had it where, you know, they've we've we've gone and done the hard surface one day mm-hmm. and then they moved their things. And then we went back the next day and did the you know where the carpeted areas were. So, I mean, there's, and I know a lot of our, I know a lot of my, um, my, my competitors do the same as well, but so yeah, there's, there's definitely ways to accommodate current residents that you want to, you know, upgrade their products or, you know, for sure. And I I know it happens often where they, they know renovations happening and they want what's, you know, they want what's renovated. So, and do managers make the decision to replace carpets for people that are on notice? Like, do they do that? before they move out or do are they doing it after they move out are managers do you find that managers are walking 
or do you do you know if they're walking the units before? From what I know, actually, and I've I've from what I understand and from what, you know, the the relationships I have with my managers, they are walking them. Okay. Um and so they know Good. and sometimes I'll have a manager who says, Girl, I don't know if I can save this. Um and she may have already had her carpet cleaner out there and said, mm, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. You you're gonna need to replace this. I'm I'm always open to giving them a second opinion and and let them see what I look at. Mm-hmm. You know, is yeah, you probably should replace this or you know, and, and I look at many things. One, um, the material that's in the unit. So it may have been, you know, there's different levels. There's mm-hmm. a, a polyester and typically just just a little flooring facts. Um, so polyester <laughs> carpet or a PET is made from recycled goods. So it's basically like if you were to crush up a water bottle or a Coke bottle, you can't smooth that back out. Right. It like once it mm-hmm. once yeah. once it's all crunched and, and in the trash, you can't smooth that back out. So PETs are made out of the same material like a a recycled good Mm -hmm. so those are those same fibers so when something sits on it and crushes it it usually does not bounce back again you know it's it it goes back to the kind of residents you have do they Mm -hmm. own a vacuum do they vacuum regularly Mm -hmm. do they have pets do they have pets you know there's there's many factors that play into the the life of the carpet Mm -hmm. um, because not every resident is the same um so that plays a huge factor. Um, and then we have the higher end carpets, the ones that have both resilience and a cleaning factor. They may already have like a stain resistance already mm-hmm. built into the fibers mm-hmm. that you can clean it up. It's going to bounce back. Now that will cost more. So it's a, a higher investment. But definitely but you get worth, to worth it. it. It is worth it. I you just know? Cheers had to my Cheers to investments. Yes. Yes. Well, to making you know, good decisions. I do say that to my customers is, you know, I, I never use the words this is more expensive. I say it's an investment, yes. you know, and I, I, again, these were all things I learned in retail is, you know, when I'm creating a wardrobe or I'm creating, uh, you know, their, their products for their community, mm-hmm. it's an investment, you know, so, and, and I, and a lot of times I run the numbers that, that want the cost effective. I maybe bump them up and I give them both options yeah. so they can see price point wise, gosh, only it only a was twenty dollars more, and I could have yeah. upgraded mm-hmm. my unit. You know, so I like to do that as well, so that they are aware. Um, but I know sometimes people are just, I need, I, I, it needs to be at this point, at this, at this. Uh, let's talk about like new flooring trends, or are there any new flooring trends? Yes, there are. I'm okay. so glad you asked. Yay! So I, I, what I love, and so I will speak about Jake. Okay. So Jake was one of you know my one of my first customers when I started in the industry. Jake was a property that um, I don't know if I inherited it or um, yeah, he had a sales rep before my before me. Jake is my husband in case. Yes, he is. And he's fabulous. I absolutely love him. But he was one of the first that his the community he was at was it, it was a higher end, um, but that had the he had a, he has a designer mind. Sure so he does. would tell oh, me 100%. He would tell me what he was looking for. He was just telling Johnny how to design the podcast studio before <laughs> everybody got I love here. That. The second he walks in. <laughs> He's like, you need a table over here. You need some coasters. You need. <laughs> love that. So talented. But that's what I loved about, you know, be, being able to work because not every community I walk into needs that. Um, so I got to get more creative starting in the industry. Being brand new, um, he was one of my first customers, and I got to put to you know great work experience for you my um, 
my abilities as far as with his styling and cre- yes. So I yeah. would I would bring him options. I mean, we would turn his office into like a de- like a design session, and I would and he um, would pull out his paint samples. That was a tip I learned from him. Now I partner with all of my other paint vendors in the industry. Yeah, I do. I get all of their any cute. <laughs> um, I do get all of their paint samples. So when I'm working with a customer and I know what color they're using, it helps me pull products that are relevant. What compliments? Yes. Yeah. So, um, but that's what I would do. We'd pull out his paint samples. We'd pull out whatever he was doing on his cabinetry, what lighting fixtures he was doing, and we would pull products from that. So I would come in and I would bring in options. Not every and community I get to that. do that with. I still do that. Yeah. I do. I do. I don't get to do it with every community, but you know the ones that I do, it that's when I get to, you know, I, I get to use my um, design. Tap in. Yes, and so I get to that tap you've into got that. that. Now that you've got that design edge, what are some of the flooring trends? So one of my favorites, and I've, I did this many years ago, and it's coming back, thank God. It's a little more expensive. But I started laying plank or a vinyl plank. So this is very common in multifamily mm-hmm. at a 45 degree angle. So... I got the idea. Um, I was working with a contractor and he's from Ecuador. And he said, you know, our walls and we were working on a property that was kind of the same situation. It was a very older property. The walls in Ecuador or, you know, a lot of the buildings they did weren't even. They weren't straight. Mm. So he um, he said, you know what? Can you do this at a 45? And again, I was maybe three months on the on, you know, with superior floors. But that's still like. Still very in it's is the forty five. Oh, it's yes. coming back. Okay. Forty five. Hair. So do you find pattern. that trends kind of come and go then you've seen over seven years? But I think a lot of times and what I've noticed is there aren't very many vendors that are offering it, that are that are selling it as I mean, yes. So that's is, one thing that makes superior floors stand out from others. I would say. I know. Okay. Well, <laughs> we are uh we have to wrap things up for uh this dose of tipsy turnkey tips. Um and thank you, Marty, so much for coming on and talking with us about flooring. But tell everybody um how they can get in touch with you real quick if they need any um flooring, of course, or design advice or yes. any magical touches that you like to add how can they get in touch with you so you can email me you can call me so my email is marty at superior-floors.com or you can call me i mean you can text me call me 469-446-0087 awesome thank you so much marty it was wonderful thank you guys this was fun (laughs) ben and kara just wrapped up another dose of spoonful of wine If you've enjoyed this episode and need more wine, I mean, more podcast episodes, subscribe to the show. You can also follow along with Spoonful of Wine on your favorite social media outlets like Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Maybe you'd like to join Ben and Kara on the show, share your thoughts, or want your questions answered. You can get more information on how to do so by visiting spoonfulofwine.com. Cheers.